Hi and welcome to this week's Memcast. We've got Dr. Basiasuko with us, who's a consultant respiratory physician at Pilgrim Hospital. And today we're going to be talking about tuberculosis. The main contents of our discussion today would include a brief history about tuberculosis, epidemiology, pathogenesis, clinical features. We'll also talk about investigations, management and complications. The history of tuberculosis is that it is an ancient disease that has been found in human remains from Europe during the Neolithic times, 8,000 BC, in ancient Egypt, about 1,000 BC, and pre-Columbian New World, about 100 AD. Hippocrates in 400 BC recognized TB as a contagious disease, then referred to as phthisis. The English referred to it as consumption disease. It was named as tuberculosis in 1839 by J.L. Schollen. Also, Robert Koch, a German, discovered an isolated mycobacterium tuberculosis in 1882. Mycobacterium tuberculosis complex in humans compared with mycobacterium complex in animals suggests that humans did not acquire the disease from animals during animal domestication as previously suggested although both have a common ancestor. TB is a multi-system granulomatous inflammatory disease caused by MTB complex. It affects all organs of the body. MTB complex consists of mycobacterium tuberculosis Mycobacterium bovis, Mycobacterium africanum, Mycobacterium caneti, and Mycobacterium microti. It is a slow-growing aerobic facultative intracellular bacilli. It is non-spore forming and retains the Fushin dye when you have decolorized it with Zilnelson stain. This could be decolorized with acid and alcohol hence the name acid alcohol fast bacilli. It also stains orange when it is stained with the oramine stain. There are essentially two types, primary tuberculosis and reactivation tuberculosis, which in some cases is referred to as post-primary tuberculosis or secondary tuberculosis. Tuberculosis affects the lungs and is called pulmonary tuberculosis and if it affects any other organ of the body, it is called extrapulmonary tuberculosis. It is important to note that TB is a curable and preventable disease. Primary tuberculosis. This is usually a respiratory infection that occurs in childhood. The infection results in subpleural gun focus and highland mediastinal lymphadenopathy. This is regarded as the primary complex. The symptoms are essentially few. Resolution of the infection usually occurs during childhood. Sometimes complications could arise and this could include hematogenous spread from the Simon's focus causing miliary tuberculosis affecting the lungs, the bones, the joints and the meninges. Also, you could have direct pulmonary spread resulting in TB bronchopneumonia. Reactivation or secondary tuberculosis tends to occur in adolescence or adult life. It is due to reactivation of infection or repeat exposure. It results in more significant symptoms. 
reactivation could be associated with immunosuppression such as with drugs or HIV infection. Pulmonary infection accounts for 70 to 85 percent of cases of post-primary tuberculosis and extrapulmonary tuberculosis accounts for 15 to 30 percent of cases. It usually affects the apices of the upper or lower lobes. Cavitation of infection into the bronchial tree results in open tuberculosis. In this case, it is highly infectious. Recurrent tuberculosis is due to reinfection after a previous reactivation. Regarding epidemiology, worldwide in our recent annual report, this has shown that there has been an estimated 10 million new cases of tuberculosis in 2018, 5.7 million men, 3.2 million women, and about 1.1 million children were affected. 1.5 million deaths reported in 2018 included 251,000 cases with HIV co-infection. The burden of the disease is highest in Asia, which accounts for about 44% of cases, and Africa, about 24% of cases in 2018. Globally, the incidence of tuberculosis is falling by about 2% each year. NTB epidemic by 2030 is among the health targets of WHO. In the UK, there is low incidence of tuberculosis. In 2018, we had 4,655 cases of tuberculosis notified to Public Health England. The incidence was 8.3 per 100,000 population. Most cases were in London and the major cities. In the UK, isoniazid resistance accounted for 6.6%. Multi-drug resistant tuberculosis accounted for 1%, 44 cases. Extensively drug resistant tuberculosis accounted for 4 cases. And HIV co-infection counted for 2.7% of cases. Almost three quarters of the TB cases, that is 72%, occurred among people born outside the UK. 5.3% of patients with tuberculosis died in 2017. There was a 28% reduction in the TB incidence in the UK over the last few years. Tuberculosis is transmitted via droplet infection from a case of active tuberculosis following coughing, singing, sneezing, or spitting. You need to inhale about 10 bacilli, and this gets deposited in the alveoli and would invade and replicate within the endosomes of alveolar macrophages for a period of two to 12 weeks to sufficient numbers to elicit a cellular immune response. You will then have macrophages, T and B lymphocytes, epithelial cells, Langerhans giant cells, fibroblasts, aggregating to form granulomas, which prevent dissemination of the mycobacterium. Therefore, it remains dormant, leading to latent TB infection, and it would also have caseous necrosis within the granuloma. The disease tends to spread via lymphatic or hematogenous route. The risk factors would include HIV infection, diabetes mellitus, immunosuppression therapy such as anti-TNF alpha drugs, 
silicosis, malnutrition, poverty, and overcrowding, intestinal bypass surgery or gastrectomy, chronic malabsorption syndromes, end-stage renal disease, cancer of the head and neck, hematologic malignancies, close contacts, high endemic countries, nursing homes. Now, the social risk factors would include smoking, IV drug abuse, homelessness, alcohol misuse, prisons. Clinical features. Pulmonary tuberculosis will present with prolonged cough, sputum, hemoptysis, fever, weight loss, drenching night sweats, chest pain, malaise, shortness of breath. Extrapulmonary tuberculosis will depend predominantly on the organ affected. If it is TB meningitis, the patients will present with headache, nausea, vomiting, coma, confusion. Skeletal tuberculosis will present with back pain, paralysis, joint pain, and swelling. GU tuberculosis will present with flank pain, dysuria, frequency, sterile pyuria. GI tuberculosis would present with abdominal pain and swelling, malabsorption, diarrhea, hematochesia, mouth or anal ulcers, TB lymphadenitis will present with swelling and tenderness of the lymph nodes, might form abscesses in some cases. Cutaneous TB will present as erythema nodosum, tuberculids affecting the lower limbs, cold abscesses, ulcers, TB affecting the eye will present with chorioretinitis, choroidal tubercles, uveitis, and iridocyclitis. Investigations for patients with tuberculosis would include sputum for acid-fast bacilli, usually two to three samples of early morning sputum. This is sent for TB culture and drug sensitivity testing. It is also sent for TB culture using the Lowenstein-Jensen solid medium, which will grow the acid-fast bacilli within six to eight weeks, or sometimes the Batec 460 liquid medium, which grows it within three weeks. This is commonly used. Strain typing, which would include the whole genome sequencing and clusters. Bronchial washings, endobronchial ultrasound scan, mediastinoscopy, video-assisted thoracoscopic surgery pleural biopsy for TB culture, PCR, nucleic acid amplification test, adenosine diaminase test, imaging which would include x-rays, CT scans, MRIs of the various organs that are affected, routine bloods which would include full blood count, ESR, user LFTs, vitamin D levels, thyroid function tests, HIV screening, and hemoglobin A1c. Gene experts for mycobacterium tuberculosis and for rifampicin resistance. This is a rapid molecular test that can diagnose TB and rifampicin resistance within 90 minutes. Oral swab assay. This is particularly useful in patients who are not producing sputum and is transported in the prime stone molecular transport medium, and this is predominantly used for triaging suspected TB patients. Lumbar puncture for acid-fast bacilli, TB culture, and PCR. Early morning urine, this is particularly useful for those who have genitourinary tuberculosis. 
blood cultures could be done and this is also sent for drug sensitivity testing the screening tests include the tuberculin skin tests basically the mantu tests and immunological tests which is the interferon gamma release assays which are basically two types the quantiferon tb gold in tube assay test and the t-spot tb test regarding strain typing and clusters you have the whole genome sequencing and the mycobacterial interspersed repeat units miru and variable number tandem repeats vntr this helps to identify tb patients potentially involved in the same chain of recent tb transmission it assists in initiating timely and appropriate control measures following clusters and outbreak investigations. It also provides an opportunity to better understand the epidemiology of TB in a given setting. Anti-TB treatment. This consists of a standard treatment for six months and the medications that we use are rifampicin, isoniazid, ethambutol, parazinamide for the first two months. This is referred to as the intensive phase of treatment. Then rifampicin and isoniazid for another four months, which is referred to as the continuation phase. Steroids are sometimes used in TB meningitis, pericardial TB, and if there is any cirrhosal involvement. Central nervous system involvement treatment requires a prolonged treatment for 12 months and this would have two months of the intensive phase and 10 months of the continuation phase of treatment. Abdominal tuberculosis and skeletal tuberculosis is usually treated for six months. Sometimes you may extend it to nine months depending on the response of the patient. Patients are usually kept in negative pressure rooms in isolation if they are being admitted in hospital. Usually after two weeks of commencement of treatment, they are no longer infectious and can resume work. Treatment success is expected at at least 85%. Directly observed therapy strategy DOTS is used for patients who are non-compliant with treatment. WHO recommends this as part of the campaign to stop tuberculosis. It involves trained health professionals to case manage these patients and ensure that they take their treatments. This is done as home visits or as DOTS clinic. Complications of tuberculosis in the lung, drug resistance. We will be talking in another podcast about drug resistant tuberculosis. So other complications that could affect the lung would include pulmonary hemorrhage, pneumothorax, and pyema, post-tuberculosis lung disease, which includes chronic pulmonary aspergillosis, bronchiectasis, extensive pulmonary destruction. In the cardiovascular system, you could have constrictive pericarditis, sometimes cardiac tamponade, Skeletal complications would include joint destruction and paralysis. Central nervous system complications would include epilepsy or loss of vision. Deaths could occur mostly in the elderly 
those who are more than 65 years of age. And an important complication is mental health issues, which includes depression and anxiety, and also the stigma associated with tuberculosis. Prevention. This involves BCG, which is a live vaccine. It's an attenuated variant of Mycobacterium bovis given intradermally. A new candidate tuberculosis vaccine named currently as M72-AS01 has recently been investigated and was found to be significantly protective against TB disease in a phase 2b trial conducted in Kenya, South Africa and Zambia in individuals with evidence of latent tuberculosis infection. Another part of prevention is contact tracing of close contacts. Finally, complications associated with TB medications include hepatitis, which could be found in patients having rifampicin or isoniazid, nausea and vomiting in all the anti-TB medications. Skin rash could be a side effect of parazinamide. Altered vision and loss of vision could be attributed to ethambutol. Joint pains again could be found as a side effect of parazinamide. Peripheral neuropathy is particularly seen with isoniazid. Therefore, patients are given pyridoxin, which is a vitamin B6 which tends to be depleted when patients are on isoniazid. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Asuke.